0: And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. We all remember seeing years ago those futuristic drawings saying what the future is going to be. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. Gleaming buildings, fast monorails. This is the future. It was all started by a month. Twice the size of Manhattan. We want you to share with us our latest and greatest dreams. Walt Disney World, better than any other urban environment in America.
1: Two True Freaks proudly presents,
0: we hope that it will be unlike anything else on this earth. Job courses, campgrounds, stores, hotels,
1: earning my ears.
0: A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for everyone who participates. We're ready to go right now.
1: Hey everybody, this is Scott Gardner and welcome to a special, hopefully short, supplementary episode of Earning My Ears. Special because of an exciting announcement that I want to share with you and supplementary because it can't wait until next Monday for me to tell you all about it. By the way, I uh, just finished editing the next episode and I really think you're going to enjoy it. Anyway, what I wanted to share with you You may have heard recently that the Walt Disney World Resort and the Walt Disney Studios are teaming up with Turner Classic Movies to share stories centered on classic film. While a lot of the talk has been about uh, what this may or may not mean for the great movie ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios, I feel that not enough attention is being paid to the other, and frankly what I think is more exciting half of this particular coin, what this means for Turner Classic Movies. So I want to read to you part of what the press release had to say about that. As part of the relationship with the Walt Disney Studios, Turner Classic Movies will launch Treasures from the Disney Vault, a recurring on-air showcase that will include such live-action Disney features as Treasure Island from 1950, Darby O'Gill and the Little People from 1959, and Pollyanna from 1960 animated features like The Three Caballeros from 1944 and The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad from 1949, classic nature documentaries including The Living Desert from 1953 and The African Lion from 1955, made for television classics such as the Davy Crockett series, special episodes from Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color, Documentaries about the studio including Walton and Al Grupo from 2009 and Waking Sleeping Beauty from 2010 and animated shorts such as 1932's Oscar-winning Flowers and Trees. Treasures from the Disney Vault is scheduled to premiere on Turner Classic Movies Sunday, December 21st at 8 p.m. The opening night will include the holiday and winter animated shorts Santa's Workshop, On Ice, and, Chip and Dale* followed by The Disneyland Story. The night will also include The Reluctant Dragon, Disney's 1941 film that combined a live-action tour of the Walt Disney Studios facility with animated shorts. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier from 1955, a compilation of the first three episodes of the iconic series starring Fess Parker the Oscar-winning documentary The Vanishing Prairie from 1954, part of Disney's true-life adventure series, the rarely-seen Third Man on the Mountain from 1959, an alpine tale starring Michael Rennie and James MacArthur, and Perilous Assignment, also from 1959, a documentary about the making of Third Man on the Mountain. Now, I want to break that down a little bit and let you in on what I'm so excited about. Any of you that have listened to me talk about Disney long enough have probably heard my origin story about how I got into Disney after my first trip as an adult to Walt Disney World in 1999. I was instantly hooked and began to obsessively seek out information about the place. I quickly discovered that one of the great places to learn things about the history, both of the parks and Disney in general, was a great show called Vault Disney. It was a Disney Channel show that ran late nights uh over to early morning something like 10 at night to 6 a.m i believe uh in the late 90s into the early 2000s sadly it was canceled in september of 2002 and that broke my heart i loved vault disney because it was just what the name implies it was a programming block that dug things out of the disney vault and presented them again for modern audiences oftentimes things that were rarely seen or just plain unavailable to be seen anywhere else a lot of stuff i'd never even heard of one of these uh programs was the disneyland tv show For those that are unaware, the Disneyland TV show is not only an amazing piece of television history, but it's also a vital piece of Disney Parks history. Without Disneyland the TV show, there'd have never been a Disneyland theme park, and of course without Disneyland theme park, we never would have gotten Walt Disney World. Walt Disney, as it's been said, was a dreamer and a doer, but he, like anybody else, needed dollars to make his dreams a reality, so he struck this deal in which he would receive sponsorship support for his park, Disneyland, by producing and personally hosting a weekly television show, and that was the Disneyland television show. So why am I telling you all of this? Well, in addition to some of the things mentioned in this opening wave, so to speak, of classic uh, Disney programming that Turner Classic Movies is presenting that I think you should definitely check out if you're at all interested in Disney history, Uh, Things like The Vanishing Prairie. Now, this was part of uh, the wonderful True Life Adventure film series. Really, really great stuff. And The Living Desert. These are the forefathers of today's nature documentaries. You know, it might be a little hard to imagine today when you have something like, you know, the Nature Channel or whatever it's called, Animal Planet, uh, that there was ever a time before nature documentaries. But there was, and True Life Adventure films kind of spurred that. You know, speaking of the Living Desert, did you ever notice the bobcat that's standing on top of the cactus while you're riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? That's an homage to a specific scene in the Living Desert. Davy Crockett. Now that was uh, the Disney phenomenon of its day. You know, and today we have Frozen or say Star Wars. This was kind of like the Star Wars of the 1950s. And you know, Disney phenomenons are nothing new. You know, in fact, when a lot of people think of uh, one of the big di- current Disney phenomenons is uh, movies that are made from the theme park rides, you know, and people almost always think immediately of Pirates of the Caribbean, but long before that, there was Third Man on the Mountain. And this is a sort of movie tie-in from the time when Walt brought the Matterhorn bobsled ride to Disneyland. Now, I'm especially looking forward to this one because uh, they're playing a making-of documentary along with the film that I've never seen. I have seen the film and I really enjoyed it, but I have not seen this documentary. Plus, uh, I mean, like I say, it's a good movie and you get Herbert Lahm. You can never go wrong with Herbert Lahm. You know, now, you may be asking, well, who's Herbert Lom?" If you've ever seen the uh, the original Pink Panther films with Peter Sellers, uh, Herbert Lahm played his boss, the chief inf- inspector that Clouseau drives insane through all of those movies. Or if you're uh, perhaps you're into the newer Disney movies, say from Little Mermaid Forward, Little Mermaid Lion King, that sort of thing. Uh, then you don't want to miss Waking Sleeping Beauty uh, because that movie is all about the renaissance of Disney classic animation that began with Little Mermaid. But the thing that has me the single most excited is that they're kicking this whole thing off with the Disneyland story. That's an, just an incredible show. It's Walt Disney on TV, introducing the world to what would be Disneyland, both the TV show and eventually the park, which wasn't even built yet. This uh, episode aired uh, in uh, October of 1954. It would be another year before Disneyland was a reality. Um, but this is Walt walking you through what's going to be.
0: Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. That's it. Right here. Disneyland, seen from about 2,000 feet in the air and 10 months away. I want to tell you about it because later on in the show, you'll find that Disneyland, the place, and Disneyland, the TV show are all part of the same. Now on a site of uh, 240 acres near the city of Anaheim in Southern California, right about in here, we've begun to build Disneyland, the place. We hope that it will be unlike anything else on this earth a fair, amusement park, an exhibition, a city from the Arabian Nights, metropolis from the future. In fact, a place of hopes and dreams, facts and fancy, all in one. This is a quarter inch to the foot scale model of Disneyland. When you come in the main gate, past the railroad station, down the steps and across the band concert park, straight ahead lies the heartline of America, an old fashioned main street. Hometown USA, just after the turn of the century. America was growing fast. Towns and villages were turning into cities. Soon the gas light will be replaced by electricity, but that was still in the future. At this time, Little Main Street was still the most important spot in the nation, combining the color of frontier days with the oncoming excitement of the new 20th century. The foot of Main Street, about where you're sitting, is the plaza. The plaza, or the hub, is the heart of Disneyland. Shooting out from here, like the four cardinal points of the compass, Disneyland is divided into four cardinal realms. The four different worlds from which our television shows will originate. They are Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland and Frontierland.
1: And it's just really cool to watch this and try to put yourself in that place of being a child and what it must have felt like to be a child in the fall of 1954. You know, Here you are, you're sitting you know, maybe cross-legged on the floor in your living room in front of a black and white TV set watching this kindly old uncle figure who you may or may not have known had brought you all this enjoyment all your life with his wonderful films and cartoons and, and exciting characters. And he's telling you and showing you previews and models and sketches of this amazing dream-like place where soon you'll really be able to go and enter into these worlds of fantasy and adventure and meet these characters and have these ex- exciting experiences. And I mean, can you just can you imagine what that's like? And that's what's so exciting about the Disneyland story is, you know, Walt in his prime, so excited about Disneyland finally on the way to becoming real, a reality. And, you know, that's not all that's about either. There's uh, another half of the show that's all about Mickey. You know that famous quote from Walt about how it all started with a mouse?
0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Now, that's why I want this part of the show to belong to Mickey, because the story of Mickey is truthfully the real beginning of Disneyland.
1: That, of course, that clip, that, that comes from this episode. And I, I feel like while a lot of people are probably familiar with that quote, may not know where it originates from, that's from this show so it's a really very important piece of disney history and i want to invite you my friends to join me on sunday december 21st at 8 p.m i presume that's eastern standard time for the premiere of treasures from the disney vault and specifically for this show the disneyland story i know you won't be disappointed in it I'm really hoping that this is going to be a big thing. I really want to see people support it. I'm hoping that future shows are going to include things like Magic Highway USA and Disneyland Goes to the World's Fair. Again, if you haven't seen either one of those programs, uh, they're fantastic. Uh, Again, very, very awesome pieces of Disney history. Very important pieces of Disney history. Uh, But time will tell as to whether those will actually show up or not. But please, please support Treasures from the Disney Vault, won't you? Uh, This is the kind of thing that Disney enthusiasts have been asking for for so long, especially after Vault Disney got canceled. So please support this show. Uh, By the way, if you do watch along Sunday Night, or you watch along at all, or you plan to be watching, uh, post about it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you hang out, you know, whatever social thing that you use. Let other people know about it. Let me know about it. Tag me in those posts. Let me know I'm going to be watching, or hey, Scott, I am watching. Let me know what you think of the show, uh, and give me some feedback on that, so... Again, I hope you guys hear this in time. Uh, that is uh, Sunday, December 21st, 8 p.m., The Disneyland Story. Check it out. Uh, set your TiVos, your DVRs. Uh, watch the show. I, I really, If you're enjoying Earning My Ears, I think you're really going to enjoy The Disneyland Story. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening, and take care. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Welcome to Amazon. I love you. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2 True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email 2 True Freaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. 2 True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow.